1: Okay. Welcome back to the Six Figure Rebel podcast. It's Britt here. How's everybody doing? We've got an interesting one on today for everybody. The person I'm bringing on today is Mayoa. He is the host of the Six Figure Entrepreneur podcast, where he sits with amazing entrepreneurs who have built six, seven, and eight figure businesses from the ground zero to share their stories and wins, challenges, in their entrepreneurial journeys he's also the founder of Bookcat, a book publishing agency that has helped busy six and seven entrepreneur six and seven business entrepreneurs to write business books that 10x their revenue so today we're going to be discussing just the challenges that come along with building a six-figure business six-figure big business or higher We'll have a pal- powerful conversation within that with some great takeaways and some wins. But I'm going to let Mayoa jump on stage here. How's it going, Mayowa?
2: Yeah, I'm doing good, Brittany. Glad to be good. on the show.
1: Good, good, good. Well, thanks for jumping on. So before we get started, Mayoa, can you just go ahead and give us a little bit of um, your background, a little bit of your story? What's your business been like? Because I think it's just great,
2: yeah, thanks so much. Uh, my name is Maya Shafe and uh, I am a podcast host, and I'm also a book publisher. And uh, my story started uh, in 2012 when I was very excited to get my dream job in a real estate firm. You know, having read uh, The Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I was super excited about the idea of real estate. You know, uh, Robert Kiyosaki did a very good job of trying to sell the dream of uh having a real estate empire and that's uh, was what got me to getting my dream job even though I studied computer science in the university and uh, I got that dream job and I was so excited but that excitement faded faded away in just like uh some few months after getting the job and it was very boring very uh, monotonous and I hated myself and uh to call the story short six months after that dream job I was ready to say goodbye and even though I could remember then family and friends thought I was crazy. And I think I was then anyway, because I never had any backup plan. I never had much money saved and I didn't even know what I would do. I just knew that I've rest of listening to stories of entrepreneurs who just uh, quit like that and they just figure something out and they are living that dream. And I wanted to live that dream. And uh, August, uh, July of 2012, I, left that job and uh, my entrepreneurial journey started and uh, I got started by just writing books on Amazon after listening to a podcast that uh, showed me that I can actually write and publish a book online myself without having a book publishing deal and that got me started into writing books and uh, those books are not actually selling, and I was eager to learn everything about book publishing. And uh, I started a blog then called The Savvy Indie just to uh, document my process of uh, me writing my book and trying to sell them. So after a year, I didn't go, uh, I got no results with that blog, and I rebranded it to uh, what is now uh, Autoscree. And then I was just talking about book publishing, going on LinkedIn groups and going on Goodreads, uh, which is like the LinkedIn for book uh, uh, for authors then. And uh, one thing led to another. I was blogging, I was podcasting and people started coming to me and asking me, you know what, I wanted to write a book. How can you help me with this? And uh, to cut the short, I landed my first uh, client in 2014. And I can't forget uh, that $1,000 Western Union transfer because Stripe was not really uh, eating then, And it was a very exciting journey for me. I got some couple of clients after that, and I made almost $10,000 that even my two checkout account then was closed down. Because uh, I was uh, was a Nigerian and, you know, a lot of funny things happened and uh, I was bored again with my book. I was helping people to market their book and to publish their book. And I got bored with doing that along the line that I took a break. uh, And that was when I got into freelancing on Fiverr. And what I was doing is very funny. I was just helping authors to uh published their book. That was what I was doing. And for five years, I have made tons of money on Fiverr as a freelancer. And unfortunately, that uh, journey ended in 2019 and Fiverr changed the algorithm and my supply of clients got dried up. And that is when I started the journey of trying to build my own uh, client acquisition system well that I can own because after working with more than 1,000 authors on Fiverr, I don't really have their contacts. Fiverr has them and they have their role and I have never really built any business so far for the past five years and that journey was what got me into e-commerce. I started some e-commerce brand and it was doing fine, but I still have that passion of publishing books and helping people to publish books and that is when uh, what brought me to starting the book court, Where I Now help. Business entrepreneurs to write and publish a book that helps their business, that uh, helps them to increase their business. And early this year, I just, I love stories a lot. I've been uh, author of a lot of books and I just uh, told myself, you know what? I wish there is a uh, podcast that tells stories of amazing entrepreneurs uh, of how they built their business from grand zero to that six and seven figure. And that is when the idea of starting the six figure Entrepreneur podcast came. I started it and it was an amazing journey. And down the line, I got to understand because I've had like four uh, three, uh, podcasts before and they all failed. I didn't even uh, make it to the 28th episode before. Okay. I just gave up. And that is when, uh, that is one thing I try to fix with my new podcast. And so far, so good. It's been an amazing journey. My podcast so far has been a very good source of uh, client for my business and it has helped me to build a lot of relationship with amazing entrepreneurs all around the globe. And that is where I am right uh, now. I
1: love it. Thanks so much for sharing, Meoa. I really Thanks love so that. Yeah. So is there any other sort of marketing strategies you do besides the, um, the podcast that you're on right now? Do you want to talk a little bit about those and how those are working out for you?
2: Yeah, sure. Uh, one uh, system that I love that I've been implementing in my business and even with my podcast is what I call the iTicket uh, ticket podcast system, and uh, mm-hmm. it's just a name I make up to uh, give a name to the system I'm using. And basically, this is how it works out. My podcast is not is a, not a confessional uh, podcast, uh, even though I have. I connect with a lot of uh, entrepreneurs, and but mainly I pick who I have on the show and uh, is intentional yeah. because I just want to have this discussion with people who fit well into the uh, ID, uh, picture of my ID client. And those are the people I bring as a guest on my show. And right. even though not all those kind of discussion always lead to uh, uh them being a client or uh, leading to us doing business together, but I've seen, I've been able to close one or uh, more than uh, a sizable number of those conversations into uh, them becoming my client. And it is a very non-slazy way because personally, I'm an introvert. I don't like talking so much. I don't like selling myself. And uh, the podcast uh, system has helped me to actually do the selling without actually selling because after an amazing conversation, just like one I'm having on this show, I just, uh, talk, uh, a conversation just happened, uh, two what I do. And I just ask my guys, you know what, uh, I can do this. I can help you with this. Is this something is, is this something you are open to talk about with me on a call? Then if they say yes, I book a call with them. And on the call, we just have a friendly conversation that we have already had and, uh, if we are a very good fit just uh the next logical step, which is them signing a deal with me, is a very easy one. And apart from that, uh, there is, I believe I'm a book publisher and I've been an author for years. So I believe so much in the power of book. I uh, have a system uh, called the Six Figure Business Book, where I use a published book to not only why the podcast is uh, a kind of on-demand client acquisition system for me. The book is like a passive uh tool that works for me 24-7 365 days of the week, because books are very, very, very uh a powerful tool to win more business, to even uh, show people what we know as entrepreneurs. And this is how I've been using uh books to bring in business for my uh uh, to bring in clients for my business, so I publish okay. my books on Amazon. I put it on my website, and even I add it out as uh, a gift for my guests, and even all other people that I like to, probably referral partners and our JV partners. And it has been a very good source of uh, business for me. So both the podcast and the business book are working together hand in hand uh, to really fill up my uh, sales pipeline.
1: Okay, I see it. So your experiences with booking calls and, and making sales um, with content that you create, what is the biggest attraction or what is what content content is the biggest attract like magnet for your clients to come to you?
2: Okay, you know, uh, the people I work with are are busy people, and there are people who have uh, businesses that are doing fine, Uh, they have a successful business, and they are so busy, and that is where what I do comes in because most entrepreneurs have this dream of writing a book and they don't have the time to write it. That is where my company comes in and we help right. them. So uh, you know, I just asked myself one day, you know what? I'll, I've tried some uh, Facebook ads, I've tried some Google YouTubers, and they are not really scalable. And I just wanted a system that can uh, put me in front of uh, people that I wish to work with and even build a relationship with. So. The main attraction point for me, for those clients coming to me is the fact that people love talking about themselves people love mm-hmm. sharing their stories so i have ne- i think i uh, initially when i started the podcast i love pitching people but today i uh, i didn't even pitch people again uh, people just keep coming to me from different uh, angle and asking to be a guest on my show that sometimes i even have to reject some people and are not really a good fit for the show so you know right. th- this this idea like uh, before we even work with people uh, knowing the fact that people work with people who they know, like, and trust. And what a good way to uh, make people trust us, uh, if not by bringing them to a conversation where we can allow them to be the king, uh, for them to be the shiny, uh, to be the uh, star of the show, where they can talk about themselves, talk about their experience, talk about their expertise. And I always like to have this analogy, you know, uh, Oprah is a very popular media personality today and She's not really popular because of her talking about herself. She talks a lot about other people. She's shining the spotlight on people. And uh, Oprah is a billionaire today, and we all, is a very popular one. And even appearing on uh, our show, one of our shows, is a very good way for people to be famous. And this came by her not talking about herself. So I just have that platform where entrepreneurs that fit well into the uh, picture of my dear clients can come and talk about themselves and be uh have a friendly conversation with me and nobody will ever reject uh, an invitation like that i've only had one or two cases where i've got a no and those no came not because of me but because of the fact that probably they're on vacation or maybe they're not really available night now but almost everybody likes to talk about themselves and that is one i agree
1: yeah i love that so what would your dream customer look like
2: Okay, uh, my dream custom, uh my dream client have changed over Fine. the years and uh, I'm still trying to refine the uh, that uh, avatar. And presently, it started with busy uh, CEOs, and those are my first few clients. And over time, I discovered that, you know what, publishing a book is just uh, publishing a normal say, a nonfiction book or a safe book is cool, but I really want something beyond this. I want to help business people with what I know to. I write a business book that can help them amplify their business. That is when I uh, shifted into working with uh, six, seven-figure uh, business people who have a high ticket offer to sell. So those are my uh clients. And those people are looking for a way to amplify their business. So without that, I can't really work with them.
1: Right. Some people with the same visions and stuff like that. I love it. Yes. I love yeah, it. Sure. So, Mayowa, um, tell me a little bit about the challenges, uh, you know, especially when building a six figure business. Like what are the, some of the challenges, uh, especially to start out with um, that you have faced and how did you overcome them? Can we talk a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, it's a very good question. And I will start with this. Initially, the main problem I have is not really having guests to say yes to being on my show that main problem came uh, started with the idea of who is this mighty client? Who am I comfortable working with? And, you know, without that being figured out this whole podcasting system, and even this OC system, the way it is set up will not even work. And I've our first shot of that, because for the first few, uh, for the first 20 episodes, I was having this conversation with people that I would not even want to work with in the first place. Uh, because okay. they are not really good, a good, great fit for me. But fortunately, I, I was able to close like two of those uh, guests to become my uh, client, and it was just based on conversation. I was not selling anything. I was just having conversations on how they, I can help them, and they just, it was just a very good fit for all. But at the, at that point, I realized that I've been talking to the wrong people, and that is when I tried to refine my uh, idea ID audience then after doing that uh then now came the challenge of you know what some people if who i would even like to work with they are not really looking for another source of uh client acquisition so they are okay with what they have. so i now have to now look inward okay you know this kind of uh, those kind of people i wanted to work with what exactly would they have in common and that's when i got to know that they must be out there looking for what i wanted so instead of just trying to sell my i don't even i'm not good at doing all of those things selling naturally comes to me by having a relationship Mm -hmm. and i really want to focus on that strength by having that conversation with people already looking for a way to take their business from where it is right now to another level so that is uh, the first challenge i have then the second challenge is uh comes with the production part of my uh, podcast the first five episodes, I was the one editing because I can do all those things, I understand all the bots. At the long run, I almost burned out and I just remember that the reason why, one of the reasons, apart from revenue, one of the reasons why I didn't make it with my three previous podcasts was the fact that I was the one doing everything. So I uh, figured that out and I have to hire a production company that actually now helped me to edit on my podcast so what i just do now is everything is scheduled. i just go on uh to have that some conversation with my guest and i send everything to the production company and they edit the show they produce it for me so i was able to focus on what i know how to do best then also like uh another challenge that came along the line is the idea of i am not a natural salesman and this is a very big challenge initially but along the line i got to understand that You know what i've had this awesome conversation with these people and uh how can i make it very easy for them to bring in the topic of what i do if uh to see if i can help them and uh, along the line i've actually devised a means to uh start off with uh value like leading up with value to bring that conversation up of if we're a very good fit of working together so i think those are the three main challenges and uh i think that is Uh, pretty much uh, for now.
1: I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, it's so important, you know, just building those relationships too and not just, you know, I feel like when you're working with your dream client with the same visions and kind of on the same page as you, having that strong, trusting relationship is huge.
2: Yeah, sure. Like, uh, you know, the podcast, uh, any any sales system that is based off of podcasts, is a relationship-based thing, and as a high ticket a business owner that uh offers eye tickets uh services you know the price point for my uh book publishing packages are very very high like it starts from like 15k upward and for someone to uh sign a check or even just send uh, that kind of money to stripe they must be able to understand that the person at the other end who is collecting that money can help them and Podcast has been a very good avenue to build that relationship, and only few of my guests really convert. And even for most guests, I don't even bring up business with them. I just had an awesome conversation with them. And uh, I think another, another of uh, the challenges I faced initially is how do yeah. I follow up with these people? Because I just don't want to have a one-off relationship with them. I want to be able to follow them up. I want to be able to build that relationship with them. And the way relationship works, there should, be a very, there should be a lot of touch uh, uh, point for a relationship to be uh, to be built. I remember when I was courting my wife, we have to go to a lot of dates. We have to, uh, I have to take her out. We have to have a lot of discussion on phone physically and a lot of other uh, online and offline dates. So it didn't just happen one day. So that is one thing I struggle with initially. But over the time, I've been able to devise a system using uh, the business book, that I have uh, written to uh, create a kind of follow-up system that has really helped me to stay in touch with my uh, guests so that I'll be able to follow them up and build that relationship with them over time, which me still leading with value. Right.
1: I love it. I love it. How has your podcast, Mayo, affected your business throughout the entire time that you've had it?
2: yeah the one of the questions I always ask my guest on the six Figure entrepreneur podcast is uh what is one thing that you have done in your business that gave you a very big win and for me if you are to ask, ask uh, asking me that same question I would say is uh, that thing that actually uh gave me a very big win is starting the six Figure entrepreneur podcast because uh, I got to uh, my, my eyes got open to the world of possibility of building relationship on demand because, I look around all my friends. There are people I met offline or online. And over time, we are able to connect with each other, meet each other physically if I met them online. And I got to realize that most of those friendships have came as a result of luck. Maybe we just jam each other one way or the other. But along the line, how can can I build this relationship, removing that luck part, or maybe just uh, making sure that I can create those relationship on demand and that is where the idea of podcast happened to me and so far so good it has really been a very good journey for me in the past three months when i started the podcast apart from the revenue which is a very big win anyway but the relationship i've been able to form off of this uh, conversation is very amazing i've had this i've had a discussion and that kind of conversation with more than 45 six seven eight figures entrepreneurs across the globe in various fields, and tech uh online business coaching and even authors writers, and a whole lot of other uh cpas and lawyers you know it's as really uh right in the corner of my uh working space here i can connect with people online who i would never imagine i can connect with without my podcast and that is one thing that my podcast has really done for, and for so far so good for the relationship, for the revenue. It's been a very good ride. I'm super stoked that uh, I'm doing this and it's something I wish I do for long.
1: I love it. I love it. Yeah. Like it's just a, crazy how people can make, you know, make so much money just off of having podcasts, you know, yeah, it's sure. really amazing. And um, so that is great. I'm really happy you jumped on today with us, Mayowa. So thanks again. And as well as all the listeners, if anyone's interested in, you know, jumping on interview, uh, telling the listeners as we talk about how you can make money with podcasts, um, send us a message because we'd love to interview, interview you as well. And again, Mayo, I appreciate you coming onto the show and sharing your insights. They were very valuable. Yeah, And thanks to everybody else watching and we will see you on
2: the next episode.